Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome to Tribulation Farce, a Left Behind podcast. I'm Tim Lanning, and I'm joined by Jennifer. Hey! Hey! Hey, everyone! How you doing? I'm pretty good, you know? It's 2024, right? Mm-hmm. Look at us go, look at us go. Yeah. This is Nikolai, the third book, chapters three and four. We're, yet again, getting so into it. We so. are so back. <laughs> um, yeah, no, these chapters, you know, the first one's like, okay, we're getting into the book. It's yeah. whatever. And this chapter, well, let's just say several bombs are going off. <laughs> yeah, I kind of, you know, was a little nervous, as foolish as I am, that we were going to not have as much explosions. Oh, right? you were so wrong? I was like, our characters are out of danger, I thought. And Idiot. You you fucking fool. Idiot. The, the thing is now that I'm like, hold on, this is only the third book. How much more destruction is well, going to be happening? Remember, this is the war time, right? Of the bowls and trumpets and shit well, like that. What comes after that? I don't remember. That's or what the, I'm saying. Just, it's like it's pretty intense. Well, oh wait, it's the, it's the horsemen, right? So there's like... There's going to be sickness. Of, but there's already been sickness. You Barnes, are obsessed with the Bruce Barnes, your Bruce Barnes sickness. He got sick. <laughs> he got sick. Okay. And he got exploded in the hospital. So that doesn't count. I don't think God, as much as God loves Bruce, I don't think God is like this guy. He gets a whole horseman himself. No, they're going to have like a plague, like a big ass. But I'm saying, is that not already, were they not already pointing towards a plague? He just I, happened to randomly get sick? I mean, that happens, but yeah, I do think that uh, the book even, I think one of the characters is like, hmm. Do your own research on Bruce, right? Like, maybe. That's what I'm saying. But I'm saying, it's not, no one has said, sure, a lot of people getting sick, right? Right. No one yeah, said yeah, that, yeah. is what God, I mean. I'm honestly, I, I both am so scared from when we get to that, but also can't wait to read it. Because I'm curious how they're going to handle the famine, given the fact that they have a miracle that, formula. So listen, my assumption is it just fails. No, they're, they've, well, because in the books, like, they're already like, we're not gonna just give it to everyone. Mm. So, I feel like it's gonna be a thing where old Nikolai Carpathia is gonna be like, no, this is my formula. Yeah, I have no idea. But it's like, one horseman, Antichrist, war. Yeah. Plague, famine. Yeah. Something and like And this that. is the war one, is what you're this saying. We're, we're mostly focused, we're mostly Remember focused the- on bombs. And radiation and things yeah. of that nature. Airplane. Air, lots of airplane mm-hmm. bombs happening. Uh, I do like that even Nikolai was like, I don't think you understand. The 100 megaton bomb yeah. 
is stupid big. So at least the like um, <laughs> character in it was like, yeah, we know what we did was fucking crazy. That's right. I said it. I it's said it. fucking huge. It's bigger than all the bombs dropped in World War II combined. Yeah, and even hinted at the ones like tested and shit like that. It's, yeah. Uh, it, was, it was a beautiful thing. So, hey, Nikolai, you're, you, you heck and love science. And <laughs> he, he would heck and love science. Well, I want to also thank uh, Jax Romana on Twitter for sending the link that uh, showed explosion radius on online. That oh, was shit. really interesting to look at. And it was like, wow, all of London would be glass. That's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. But anyways, chapter three. Rayford is getting a tour of Nikolai's new big fancy plane from his former boss, Earl. <laughs> um, th- there's a lot of real... Rayford's is pretty back in these chapters, in this my opinion. This is so opinion. crazy. I mean, part of it is, like, Buck is really bad in these chapters. Buck is really annoying in these and, chapters. And, and yeah. Ray is, like, in some spy shit. And it's, like, really funny. I love when books are like, hey, guys, here's how we're able to be a book. I know what yeah. you're thinking. This makes <laughs> yes. no sense. What if we have someone do something weird and blah, 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 we can be a book again. Cause, right, because literally it's like, okay, well, Carpathia's going to be saying shit like back in the plane, but Rayford's a pilot, so how do I? Right, this? is he gonna? Is he gonna have to just like walk back and forth, or is Amanda gonna have to come up and be like, "Hey, what up? I heard this." This is what show. I heard. No, uh, because Earl, who's not a Christian, by the way, just no. gotta remind you guys, he's still not a Christian. Um, he put a special little tree. Now this makes no goddamn sense that I'm saying it out yeah, loud. Yeah, yeah, it's weird because he's like Rayford. I put a special button onto the pilot seat. That will allow you to listen to to eavesdrop on the passengers. Yeah, in the plane. Yeah. Now, why would he do that? Because they were implying that they were working on this plane for like quite a while. Yes. Because it would make sense if Earl was double crossed, you know, uh, a month ago, and he did this or something like that. But from where we're sitting, there's no real logic. To him being like, fuck you, Nikolai. Right. Like, I don't know why he would do that. Yeah. But whatever. Well, it, he did it because the book needed the, the book, to Yeah, they did it because the book needed to. The script, um, the script said so. Uh, it's pretty funny. Sorry, before we get too deep into the eavesdropping thing, <laughs> uh, Rayford's getting the tour of the plane so he can, like, because it's like a new big fancy plane, so he's got to, like, learn how to fly it and all that shit. And <laughs> Rayford thinks to himself... It wouldn't have bothered Rayford to crash and kill himself along with the Antichrist. But he didn't want to be responsible for innocent <laughs> lives, particularly that of his own wife. And that the amount of times that Rayford in these chapters is just like, God damn, I oh, wish damn. I could kill the Antichrist. I should just do it. I, <laughs> I should just, just fucking, fucking do it. <laughs> you were brave. But we know it wouldn't work, though. Yeah, he, he implies the same thing. I don't know if it's here or later. I think it's later uh, where he's like... Well, I can't kill you because you're going to get murdered in a couple years and be resurrected by Satan. So, But maybe I'll do it. Who's to say? Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe I will. Um, so, yeah. So, Rafer, we know – we find out that Rafer's got the, the little button. He can use – Yeah. So, he basically – the way that it works is kind of funny. When he gives an announcement, he can press a button underneath his seat for three seconds and then he can hear the entire plane. And Earl describes it as being able to hear the entire plane, which makes me be like – what if three people are talking? It, it, That's yes. crazy. Like, yeah, you're, you're going to be like, it's going to just gonna be chaos back there. Yeah, but that's not the, the point. Is <laughs> you press this button and we can see what's going on with yeah, the bad guys. Yeah, yeah. We, so we get uh, uh, the omniscient uh, narrator, absolutely. In, in that, which you know what? Fine. Well, it, it's, it's because they're too much of a coward to make Carpathia main character, or to even give Amanda a viewpoint. 
Yeah, but they get rid of Amanda. <laughs> they do get rid of her pretty fast. Um, so while that is going down, we cut over to Buck and Chloe, who are figuring out like what to do now that their uh, New York condo has yeah. been exploded. Um, they're, they're with Loretta, they're with the church, and they're like, okay, now we, we gotta figure out where we're gonna live. But also, <laughs> how are we gonna get the congregation the wonderful words right. of, of the, the martyr Bruce? We gotta get Bruce's words out there. Um, but Chloe points out, which I think has already kind of come up, like, yeah. hey man, maybe let's not publish everything without reviewing it. Like, there might just be like normal stuff in yeah. there, yeah. or like, embarrassing private things slash also info about the tribulation force because it's pretty secret how deeply connected all of them are yeah exactly and this is where buck does a thing that had tim and i both like yeah bitch we were reading at the same time on the couch and we're like jesus christ oh my god buck you oh my god i just called you buck what whoa i'm sorry whoa, whoa. Yeah. tim can you read this we have to have a meeting oh no i'm sorry <laughs> buck had an ego crisis he loved this woman but she was 10 years his junior, and he hated when it seemed as if she was telling him what to do, especially when she was right. Now, isn't that just like a man? Isn't that just like a man? <laughs> but for real, though, isn't this just like a man? Like, I feel like they try to cute it up with a kissy of, especially when she was right. Like, right, like, oh, I know, uh-huh, uh-huh, I know uh-huh. I'm wrong, but it's like, Buck, sincerely... Buck. You should go to therapy. Yeah, Buck, go you fuck yourself. work through it. <laughs> this is what you get for marrying a 20-year-old. Yeah, and it's like, oh, he doesn't disrespect her because she's a woman. It's because she's a, a teenager. It's because she's a young girl. She's a young girl. <laughs> uh, didn't need to put that there. But, hey, maybe they were like, our characters, everyone loves them too much. They're real people. Too, yeah, got, there's a few. There's a few. Buck is, like, not on his best behavior in Buck these is, chapters. Uh, Let's just say that. Buck is on one, yeah. and it's been a, a very stressful two days. So, I mean, or fair like enough, a lot of explosions are happening. Yeah. So, Buck and Chloe, they've decided, like, okay, we're going to stay with Loretta since, in case anyone forgot, her entire family is gone. Yeah. So, she's got a big-ass house, plenty of room. Yeah. Um, and Chloe is going to be taking care of other, like, apocalypse prep stuff because Buck's like, hey, hey, girl, can you get me five cell phones? <laughs> Like specifically. I didn't like that. She's like, I don't think Loretta needs one. And Buck's like, I don't give a fuck about that like, bitch. I'm not fucking thinking about it. These are all ours. It's <laughs> stupid. These are all our five cell phones. Because, like, Buck has to go to Global Weekly or whatever it's called now. And then Chloe has to go to their hotel as well as do some shopping. And their hotel is downtown. Yeah. And I wonder if the Drake is, like, famous or something like that. Yeah. I don't know if you're a Chicago person. Let Shout us know out. if that's, like, a well-known hotel. Shout out. But doesn't matter because that shit's about to be gone. Mm-hmm. Um, while they're kind of, you know, figuring out the logistics here, they have another little convo where Buck is, like, worried about Chloe. And she's like, I'm a big girl. I can take care of myself. And Buck's like, what do you need me for? And Chloe says, I keep you around because you're cute. <laughs> which is good. Put him in his place. Put him in his place. And, yeah, I feel like they had to do that to be like, all right, Buck, he's on one. Chloe, she's a modern woman. She's a modern woman. She can take care of herself. She can take care of herself. No big whoop. She's a modern woman, but not too modern. No, not Not too modern, just a little she's, bit. She's just, like, not a doll. Well, she's not worldly <laughs> is the thing. Not anymore. Mm-mm. Not now that she's a Christian. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile... 
Rayford is settling in to do some major eavesdropping. <laughs> I mean, honestly, can you imagine having this power? That's so cool. Because we can all agree. Eavesdropping is the best shit yeah, in the world. absolutely. Like, the amount of times Tim and I will be, like, out at a restaurant and I'll be like, hey, I'm trying to eavesdrop on this couple. I'm trying to eavesdrop on this table behind us real quick. Okay? <laughs> um, it's, it's truly, like, one of the, 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 the greatest delights Getting of being a human being. insight on things you have no business learning. Who cares what it is? Beautiful. I mean, now it's good. It, sometimes it's going to come back and bite you in the butt because someone might not, you know, maybe they'll say something not nice that you don't like. But yeah, then you turn around and be like, "Hey, shut the fuck up!" Like, hey, bitch, I wasn't talking to you. you. Were you eavesdropping of us? Like, like, yeah, yeah, I was doing that. Yeah, and it's cool that I did that. Yeah. Um, turns out shit's really about to go down. Like again, let's remember already. There, where have all the bombs happened? New York. There's been a bomb. New York, D.C., London. The DC, the a little bit of Chicago, the um, right, right, deserts right. around Egypt, and I I don't know how far they got into yeah. Iraq and shit like that across the Middle East. Yeah, I I bet we're forgetting one, but that's basically it. So while so, so Rafer's listening, and Carpathia says, "As soon as we leave the ground out of San Francisco, we will trigger both L.A. and the Bay Area." Trigger means just what it sounds like it means. <laughs> By the time we land in Baghdad, more than Washington, New York, and Chicago will have been decimated. Oh, shit. I didn't really love that he was so explicit. I know. It was really silly. It was extremely, like, cartoon villain, which I guess he is the Antichrist. Yeah, So, cause... like, all right. He's, like, he literally may as well have horns on his head. Right. <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't – there's no – with his secret crew, he doesn't do any, like, all right – there's we have intel that you know we have to strike here first or no. like it's none of that it's like it's like nope trigger him go it's happening it's happening um and then he says in north america alone montreal toronto mexico city dallas washington dc new york chicago san francisco and los angeles will become object lessons to those who would oppose us right now why are they Toronto, Montreal. What's going on there? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> why, are they, why are they bringing the Canadians into this? Well, you got to. And Mexico right? City. <laughs> well, you got to because it's the North American Alliance and they're there and you got to make sure that the all of them and, – and how dare you? They deserve <laughs> to – this is hashtag diversity. I'm trying to save Montreal and Toronto and Mexico City, okay? Like well, America, like we probably deserve whatever. To like. quote Buck Father later – they would feel a little left out <laughs> if they didn't get targeted. That like, is true. Canada would be like, what about us? What about us? <laughs> Why aren't we getting bombed? And maybe Mont- uh, Vancouver wasn't as cool in uh, you know, 94, whatever this fucking came out, 2002. This is a lot of silly it's cities. It's a lot of cities to bomb. It's a little silly. I don't know how they're going to – well, I do know how they're going to explain it away, unfortunately. Um, I will say, Rayford <laughs> working <laughs> with the Antichrist on his airplane – Rules. It's good. Yeah, that's like you step back, like you're getting the weeds, and you're like, this is stupid. And then you step back, and you're like, but actually, kind of wrong. When he, when so. they show the behind <laughs> the scenes for the press conference, he does a little bit later. I'm just, I'm clapping oh, loud. It's it's, 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 it's so good. It's beautiful. But yeah, no, it's like kind of wild that he's just like, yeah, we'll blow up all these cities. Can as, I, as an as an object lesson? Can I talk some more trash real quick? Please, Dallas. Really? I don't really feel yeah. like that city is on the level of the other ones. Yeah, it's gone through so much. Like, like, it's like, is it literally just because JMK got assassinated <laughs> there? Like, is that why you bring it up Dallas? Like, I don't know why. why. Dallas? Yeah, maybe. 
yet again they'd feel left out. Did they just like maybe? I wonder if they pick like the like the most populated city or something like that. Yeah, just like because I know Dallas does have a lot of people because it's fucking huge. And you know, hey, what are we gonna miss? Right, we we give it a Dallas. Hey, object lesson. Oh. We don't got it. We don't miss nothing. Hey. I, I did have a moment where I was like, "Well, thank God St. Louis is in park. They're not going to bomb us. The arch will stand." <laughs> yeah, I mean, no offense to Chicago and Montreal, but like in Dallas, I kind of feel like those ones are just thrown in there like that. But I guess like Mexico City makes sense. Mexico City, New makes York, DC. L.A. L.A., San Francisco all make sense to me. Those are, like, our big American yeah. cities. And I guess if you have to pick cities in uh, Canada, you got to pick those. And, uh, <laughs> and they're like, well, we're not going to get anywhere cool in the Midwest, right? Not, we're not going to – Chicago's the closest thing. Yeah, Chicago, that's, that's that it. counts, yeah. And then, like, Dallas is a little yada, yada, yada. But they should have, like, blown up Mount Rushmore. They should have blown up Mount Rushmore. That would have given like way more of a statement. Yeah, in my opinion, what would be like? The, what would make Americans like the most mad to blow up? I, mean, I think Mount Rushmore is definitely up there. It's up there. Um, I mean, I mean, they already did DC, so that's like all. The yeah, other they, they did. Though. They did the. They did the top twenty in one fell swoop. Yeah, you gotta that, give that, it up. that definitely gets a lot of things. And New York is fucked. So I mean, probably like a roadside attraction of like the biggest yarn or something <laughs> like that. Biggest ball like, of yarn. Like, yeah. I, I How dare you? <laughs> like a, a a big Bucky's or a Walmart. A Walmart. Oh my god! They should. They should have. They should have exploded like the first Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone have been really pissed. The first uh, Hooters in Clearwater, Florida. Oh Hello. Yeah. Yeah, Clearwater is clearly missing from this. Place. <laughs> Absolutely, and you could launch one big enough that you could get rid of all of everywhere I, I went to as a child. Right? They should have exploded Disney World. They should have blow, yeah, blow up Disney World. And they should blow up the Hollywood side. Maybe they yeah. will. Though. I guess I just say LA. Just, if, yeah, L, yeah. I hope we get. I hope they give us like you know like a bird's eye view of everything, and they talk about the Hollywood. You side know what? I, I'm kind of surprised they are blowing up LA. Because it makes sense that Nikolai would do it, but I there's always been this through thread with Christianity that L.A. is like a den of sin. That's right, yeah. The Ow. movie industry is evil. So like, so he should be using the movie industry. He should right. be saving them, but also being like, I, you could have been dead, so you have to work for me now. Yeah, there should have been a, a character of like, but sir, all of our good propaganda yeah, le- yes, left wing yes. media comes from there. <laughs> like, hey. Yes. I have That's I have told my people to get underneath a pizza parlor and it will be fine. <laughs> That's where our Antifa films are being made. Uh, that would have been good. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, it's interesting how blatant it is. I I, I think I would have wished it was a little more uh, uh, conniving as opposed to straight up. This is what we're doing. Um, but hey, they got, they've got plot to get through, so and also, they're gonna make it happen. Also, like as we said before, Nikolai does magic, so they don't really need to write him in a more three to four dimensional sense, right? Like, there's a very good chance that hey, magic just doesn't go over the fucking uh, intercom that Earl start uh, installed. It would have been great if Earl's like, and you know, they don't know shit about this thing. Also, his Antichrist magic won't go through it. And then, like, now wait a second, you're still on a Christian? Like, hey, don't like, talk to me about, about that magic woo woo shit. <laughs> it works for you and I'm happy for it. It's like, but you just said, okay, okay. It'd be sick to believe in the Antichrist, but still be like, nah, I'm good. I'm all, I'm all set, man. I, don't I mean, need this. that's what we kind of landed on. You might do. Yeah. If it was real. That, I don't want to go to hell forever, though. That, see, we get back to it. <laughs> if, if we find out it's real, you have to become a Christian. No, it sucks. It, like, honestly, like, the choice is between being tortured eternally or being bored eternally. 
can I just take myself out? Like, like I guess you can. This, I wonder, this is the thing. I guess you could sing on a gold road, but also like in the background, like play Magic the Gathering or yeah. Like a I'll be I'll be I'll be singing like hip hop back there because yeah. I'll be in heaven, so I'll be able to know Korean. Yeah, um, I think that's kind of how heaven works. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll be like, no, I'm singing this for God, and he and God likes it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean. A lot of wrestlers are Christians, so maybe they'd be in heaven, and I can watch them do sick wrestling stuff there. That'd I mean, there's so many cool. ways they to... can wrestle for the Lord up there. Yeah, there's so many. Like the power team is up there; they're doing crazy there's shit. The power team is there. There's so many ways to like, uh, worship the Lord. I just do it by drinking booze and yeah. cussing and playing uh, video games. Yeah, four seven. Yeah, and I, don't, I don't. I don't think they're gonna let that happen up mm. there. But uh, I guess. Feeling throughout this podcast, I'm going to continue to flip flop on whether, <laughs> whether I'd rather be in heaven or hell. Yeah, once we get to the characters that are like, yes, this he's obviously the Antichrist. Fuck God. Yeah, we're going to be like, all right, Queen, queen. <laughs> that rocks. Um, so when Rayford hears that more bombs are about to happen, he's like, oh fuck, I have got to get in touch with Buck and Chloe to yeah. warn them so that they don't get a bomb dropped on their head. Right, because hey, Chicago. <laughs> And I did think it was interesting, this does connect to the next note and the rest of the chapter and next chapter, that Buck's office is not downtown, it appears. Yeah, I did, because I was like, wait a second, wait what's a second. happening? I guess I guess the Global Weekly offices are in the burbs of Chicago. So something, I don't um, know. So it's, it's safer there or Maybe whatever. they explained it in a, because again, just like airplanes, they are obsessed with Chicago. They, they, they're obsessed with Chicago. They, okay, how did you feel about them like breaking down the different roads in oh. Chicago? <laughs> Jack off motion. <laughs> Just deal. roll my eyes. Yeah, but so you know much. what, though? But if you're a Chicago person and you're reading that, you're probably like, hell yeah. Oh, yeah. That's my road that I drive on. <laughs> Go that one. Don't take that one slower. I mean, if they were like being like, oh, we can't take Van Deventer, I'd be like, I know that road. You know? Yeah. Um. So Buck heads into the Chicago office, which is not in downtown Chicago, apparently. apparently. <laughs> And Verna Z is there, and we all remember Verna Z. She's a huge bitch. That bitch. That bitch. (laughs) Verna is just trying to give Buck his damn missed messages. And Buck is such an asshole for, like, so long. Yeah, because he's had a a stressful day or two or whatever. Like, sure, you are worried your wife's going to die. Well, not yet. Oh, that's true. That's right. He doesn't even fucking know about this. He starts off as being a prick, and... Then later turns into a fucking huge prick. Yeah. But he has a meltdown. He has a meltdown. <laughs> but, uh, really it, it kind of makes sense because he thinks his wife gonna Later, I'm like, okay, but this is just, he's just been a hater at Verna. Yeah. And now, and he's all like, oh, well, I'm a hater at Verna because she's a hater at me. Like, Buck, it's because you're giving the hater energy yourself. Yeah. You're reflecting back the hater energy and yeah. you're, you're both just amplifying the hater energy. Yeah. She seems like, Kind of a hater to begin with, and 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 whatever as they described her. But come on, man, he's just really shitty at her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> also, can I say when? At what point did Buck lose his cell phone? Great question. When did he fucking lose? Why is he having to bum a cell phone off other right. people? <laughs> he's already ordered five of them. Yeah, I was he's like, going to get five cell phones. Did I miss a point? Because you're right. He's had a cell phone. Did he give his cell phone to Ray or something? And he wants to. Maybe that's what happened. Maybe he gave his cell. Phone. I don't fucking know, guys. I don't. I. Despite the extreme attention to detail to some <laughs> specific things, overall, not the most care to to detail. Right. 
Um, so yeah, but he's, he's in the office. He, I guess he doesn't have a, an actual office. Right. Cause he works from, office. he used to work from home and then he worked for New York in, in New York. Yeah. So he commandeers Vernizzi's office, which already like, that would be putting me on edge. Like you're yeah. going to come into my office and take my specific office yeah. while being an asshole to me. And okay. He, yeah. And she's like, you, what are you doing? It's like, cry about it. I'll fucking fire you. Bitch. <laughs> Um, but Verna like lets him know the second he gets in, like, "Hey, man, you've got a few calls. Someone named Rayford call you." And also Nikolai Carpathia and Buck is like, "Get me on the phone with Rayford." And she's like, "What is wrong with you? You're not going to return Nikolai Carpathia, the potentate. <laughs> You're not going to return his call." And let's not forget that like it, Chicago just blew up, like a part of it. Well, everyone part here, of it, yeah. part of it. So everyone here. Has gone through stress as well, yes. Buck. Yeah. You're not the only one that had a little dork die. <laughs> yeah, come on. Um, so, Buck first, uh, I guess he picks up the message from Rayford. I forget. Regardless, he he is like, I got to call my my wife. Um, too bad I don't know the, the phone number of the car she's in. Because oh this my is God, that a rocks. Range Rover that has a phone number. Yeah. He calls the Range Rover. He's being so mean to these Range Rover dealership guys, well, too. It, it sucks. Sometimes if you want to get... What you need from people on the phone, you got to be nasty. And like, we know that this is a serious situation, so like, I get it. Yeah. But also, Buck, maybe you need to do some introspection. Yeah, Buck. Uh, and maybe tell them that you know that shit's about to blow up too. I don't know, fuck. Um, yeah. But I did like that they were able to get the exact phone number to the car because I mean, it, like, the car has a car phone in in it. the car. Yeah. So like, built in. Cool. So, yeah, so while Buck is trying to get in touch with Chloe over the Land, Lo- the Land Rover phone, he gets another call, this one from Heim Rosenzweig. And this is, I, this made me gasp. Yeah. <laughs> Tim, can you please read this little section yeah. of, what, of what Heim says? Israel has been spared the terrible bombings that your country has suffered. But Rabbi Ben Judah's family was abducted and slaughtered. His house has burned to the ground. I pray he is safe, but no one knows where he is. Why? Oh, why did he have to go public with his views about the Messiah? It's one thing to disagree with him, as I do. A respected (laughs) and trusted friend. But the religious zealots in this country hate a person who believes that Jesus is Messiah. This is another one of those, like, delusional Christian things. They're, like... I just, I mean, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Like, maybe, maybe the Orthodox Jewish folks would get, like, upset over something. Especially if there's, like, ma- magic happening and there's, like, all this, like, you should be happy for us. We have our temple back. And then there's these two weirdos that, like, fly and scream and stuff like that. Um, yeah, maybe. But, like, like everyone has chimed in that is, you know, uh, either Jewish or uh uh, some either like lives in Israel or is right. Jewish or like what have you. So like, yeah, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> that, yeah. This is like, to me, it just feels very convenient the way like, this is just like a really good example of the way they, that evangelical Christians treat Jewish people mm-hmm. is that like, they're cool if they're useful and if they're against you, then they're your enemy. Right. Is what, that's the vibe that I get here. Like they're happy to scapegoat certain sections of them um, while utilizing who they think is helpful. Right. You know, it's like who the, they think are helpful. the religious zealots is very targeted, but it's like, well, you know, if, if, if and when Nikolai gets murdered uh, by, you know, theoretically if he gets murdered by a Christian, is that a religious zealot? I'd say, yeah, but there is such a sort of. No, no, no. Christians can't be zealots. Exactly, right? Because <laughs> that's like, honestly, I think that is the viewpoint in, of these books. Like they don't, 
see Christians as zealots. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it's interesting because, uh, they can be, Christians will say it's good to be, to have zeal and to be a, I guess, yes. lowercase zealot, but not a religious zealot yeah, the way yeah. they only reserve to people who are like, you know, uh, coffee, like, you know, Creamed coffee and then darker. Well, I was going to say, I think they, number one, use it mostly against Muslim people. Yeah, absolutely. That's like their number one favorite. Yeah. And then they'll move to other kinds of yeah. zealots. Um, but th- I would say, yeah. It's, it's just, again, just like seeing the way that things are explained, you can tell what their beliefs are yeah. that are causing, causing them to describe things in, yeah. in this way. But I guess if it's like we're in the end times and things are getting pretty intense there, what with the dudes that shoot fire in their mouths and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that's like kind of how they've shown it the whole time though, of like the people in Israel being like super antagonistic yeah. towards the, you know, the two witnesses. Yeah. What are those guys up to? What are they doing? In a while. They, they were just chilling and going to concerts and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, Buck, he, he, he talks to Haim and he's, and Haim's, kind of brings up like, I, I, maybe I'll get in touch with Nikolai. And Buck's like, don't <laughs> leave him out of it. I'll get back to you. He's I like, got other shit going on right he's now. He's a damn trusted friend. What are you talking about? <sighs> now, Haim, come on, buddy. I mean, Haim still doesn't know. He doesn't yeah. know. He'll figure it out. He's a goofball. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. So, <laughs> Verna, after, I guess, I don't know if this is while he's on the phone with Haim or what, but Verna comes back in and is like, hey, by the way, uh, Chloe actually called you while you were on the phone. And this is where Buck has a real meltdown mm-hmm. situation. Because he didn't really want to pick up Haim's call, just in case. And it is hilarious that when he did, it was like, oh, Chloe. Like, of course it was. Of course, that's of course. Yeah. And he basically, like, threatens Verna and is like, do not fucking interrupt me again in here. And he ends up, like, st- he, like, steps onto her desk and, like, kicks the door in a way that I couldn't, like, really understand what was happening. Yeah. So he basically, Verna's like, hey, man, I'm not your fucking secretary. Which and is, I think, pretty fair to say. Yeah. You, in this you need to stand up for yourself sometimes, gang. And Buck was so mad uh, that he jumps. He's like, if you're, I'm kicking that door shut. You either close that door or I'm kicking that door shut and I don't care if you're still standing there. Yeah. And so he jumps off his, off Verna's desk and then just, yeah, just like fucking kicks the door shut. <laughs> he does and like, said, a fl- like a flying, like jump kick to yeah. like, <laughs> close the door on her. And he said it like exploded like a bomb. And yeah. He wished Verna was still there. Yeah. No, he wanted, Fuck. he wanted to kick Verna in the face for sure. He wanted to harm a woman. <laughs> 
wow, big guy. Not cool. Um, which, you know, we know that he's freaking out because he's looking for Chloe. Because she's going downtown. Because she's going downtown. I'm not sure I knew that because maybe I wasn't paying attention to where the Drake was or whatever. But I hey. Mean, yeah, exactly. So anyway, yeah, Buck is being is having a real tantrum. Um, he's freaking out. But he finally does get her on the phone. He's able to call her on the car phone. Mm-hmm. And while they're on the phone together, Chloe's like, oh, shit, a police car's trying to pull me over right now. Because she's like, driving a little crazy to get away from the bombs. Yeah. And Buck's like, baby, just keep on going. <laughs> ask, it's better to ask forgiveness than to ask permission. And he also says that you probably also will save that cop's life if You're like, you, Yeah, like you trailing know, him out, yeah. like leading him out of the city. Yeah. Um, but while they're talking, Buck suddenly hears an explosion, tires squealing, a scream, and then silence. And then, as soon as that happens, all the electricity shuts off in the Global Community Weekly office. Oh, fuck. And they look outside towards downtown Chicago, and uh uh-oh, there are planes dropping bombs on downtown Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, shit's going down right now. Yeah, it's, uh pretty fucked up that you know they seem to have a first person view far enough away to not get hurt but close enough and with a good enough like angle that to see it happen that's so convenient yeah. that's what the lord did for them yeah the and lord it, caused that to happen they talk about getting on top of each other's cars and like why did you not go to the roof what? Yeah. What is this fucking building? What, where are we? <laughs> know, where are we? Is this like an office park outside of the city? Like it's like flat. Yeah, I'm sure they mentioned it like in book one when Chloe goes to try to confront Buck about being a that's probably having correct. a secret wife or something. Yeah. But. Yeah. Man, I can't believe like remember when like Chloe was being really annoying and now I'm back to like Chloe's the best one. Yeah. Even though I do like how murderous Rayford is throughout <laughs> these chapters because we're gonna get into that again. Yeah, I mean don't upset Papa Bear is what I say. And speaking of Papa Bear, he's still eavesdropping mm-hmm. on the plane right now. Uh and, and he learns an important piece of information because before when London got bombed, it was like, yeah, that's a radiation bomb. Like yeah. this has got radiation in it. But Carpathia says to, to his cronies on the plane that they've utilized a strategic non-use of radioactive fallout. Okay. That's like, what it is. So what you didn't use radiation. Yeah. Like you didn't like hold back the fallout. You just don't have radiation in it. Right? Like, what do you mean? Like, the fallout is the bomb. Like, what are you saying? Well, yeah, I mean, radioactive fallout is, you know, when when you think fallout, you think about radioactive stuff. So he's basically saying, we didn't use nukes. Right, I just think it's a weird way to, f- to phrase I it. I think strategic non-use of radioactive fallout is an insane way to put it. But maybe he's like, yeah, we use nukes somewhere, but not here. Yeah, yeah. Um, and when, when this, uh, when Rafer hears this, he immediately, like... Steps out of the, the cabin and makes <laughs> I like, gotta go. terrified <laughs> eye contact with Amanda, like, ah. <laughs> and, and they, yeah, basically he's like, hey, baby, can you make your way back to Chicago? Because I can't really tell you how I know all this, but shit's going down. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting because what's, they are flying from... Dallas. Yeah, from Dallas to, I think, Milwaukee? No, no, no. So they're flying from Dallas to San Francisco... Rayford wants oh, right. Amanda to go to Milwaukee because yeah. Chicago is exploded. So Milwaukee's the closest that, that he can get. San Francisco get. is going to be exploded. It's going to be exploded. After they leave. Exactly. So that's the thing. Like, he is very stressed and he's like, okay, Amanda, listen to me. Like, you've got to get on a plane, like, as fast as possible. Okay. And if you don't get on 
another flight before we leave? Do you need to come back to this plane? Because, like, that's, it's going to be exploded. Yeah, I think that's why they bombed Dallas, because they were there. Same with San Francisco. Right. So they can blame it on the uh, uh, insurgent terrorists. That makes because sense. Because the, they're even, chasing. Right. Because even at the beginning, everywhere they bombed was kind of because, like, we think Carpathia is there. Right. That doesn't really explain the Montreal and Toronto and He's Mexico like, City situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just, like, they're just fuck, just fuck them. Just yeah. fuck them. They're just getting bombed. Yeah. Yeah. Rayford knows they're going to bomb the San Francisco – it's just San Francisco in general in the airport. So he knows – he's like, okay, I've got to get Amanda on a flight like before we take off yeah. so that she'll be safe and in the air and it'll be okay. Uh, Rayford is obviously pretty mad <laughs> at Carpathia <laughs> over all of this. Because it's one thing to be the Antichrist and another thing like – Hear how casually he talks about all this shit. And that it's like your daughter and right. her husband that you're close to that yeah. might, like, that might be getting killed. Like, yeah. I mean, their buddy Bruce Barnes is already dead. Like, they know, like, hey, man, it's not going to be good during, yeah. during the freaking, you know, why did I just forget my brain's like the apocalypse, the left behind? The no, left the behind. tribulation. It's not going to be good during the tribulation. Yeah, absolutely. So. Uh, Tim, can you please read this internal thought from Rayford? Rayford wanted to kill him where he sat. He knew full well the man was the Antichrist, and he also knew that this very person would be assassinated one day and resurrected from the dead by Satan himself. The assassination and resurrection would only make Carpathia more powerful and satanic than ever. I feel like this episode should be more powerful and satanic than ever. Yeah. And also, I would like that to be my, like, bio on all my my social media sites. Absolutely. I I would like to get that tattooed, maybe on my chest. Oh, God. Um, More powerful and satanic than ever. (laughs) No, you'll get in trouble. With who? (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) So, back to the Global Weekly office. Uh, Again, everyone's like, oh, fuck, shit is going down. Yeah, and everyone's like scrambling to get out of the parking lot, jump in their cars. And Buck's like, I need a phone, I need a car, someone give me your shit. And everyone's like, who are you? Why don't you have a phone or a car? Yeah, what's wrong with you? And then Verna Z's like, I can help you. Yeah, Verna... Even though Buck has been a huge asshole to her, literally, huge asshole. literally just today, multiple times, is Before like, we knew that Chicago was going to get blown up again. Yeah, he's already being an asshole to her. And she offers him not only her cell phone, but her car yeah. to use. Yeah. But she's like, well, I live downtown, so kind of doesn't matter. Can't go to my house now. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, he, but takes the phone from her and he tries to check in on his dad, which I thought was another funny conversation. Yeah, very much so. Um, they, the, his dad is fine. He, Buck tries to convert him again and he's like, no, nah, man, I'm good. I'm all right. <laughs> I'm good. I'm glad it works for you, big boy, but hey, don't worry about it. Man, why is nobody going to bomb us out here? I feel left out. <laughs> Literally, he says, you're not going to lose me, big boy. Nobody seems to want to even attack us out here. We feel a little neglected. <laughs> Why would you say that? Bro. Bro, that's a death flag as hell. You're going to get so bombed. Don't do that. Did they say, I don't remember where his family lives. Uh, Just out west. California, I thought. I don't know. I hope it's not San Francisco or L.A. Good luck. But, I mean, regardless, it's like, oh, we'll be bom- bombing more of the country. Thanks. Don't worry about it. Yeah, so uh, we'll see what goes on with that. But yeah, well, for luckily now, Verna Z is here to help you, Buck. Maybe you should think about that in the future, Buck. I hate you. Yeah. Chapter four. Buck and Verna are driving towards the Chicago suburbs together. Awkward. 
Um, and Buck lets her know, like, hey, I've actually, there's a, you can stay with my friend Loretta since your, since your, your apartment has exploded now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they have a nice little moment together where, yeah. like, Verna's basically like, listen, man, let's just drop it. Like, bigger shit, bigger yeah. fish to fry here. And he, they get to Loretta's house and do a super quick, there's so many transitions in these chapters of yeah. like, this person goes to here and they go to here and they go yeah. to here. But he drops, Loretta, he drops Verna off at Loretta's house and he takes off in Verna's car to drive towards downtown Chicago to look for Chloe. To hopefully find where Chloe is maybe is. Cause you know, again, when he's on the phone with her, it sounded like there was a crash. So, you know, he can come and try to help or something. Yeah. But uh, good luck, bud. That sounds hard. Yeah. Back on Antichrist 1. Burr, that's what I'm calling the plane now. Um, <laughs> Carpathia is doing like a, la- a live radio broadcast address <laughs> to the world. Uh, this part made me really giggle because I guess – I, I don't remember why Rayford's seeing. I guess he's not eavesdropping. I guess he's just like looking at. Carpathia yeah, do this, this made me confused about what the setup of the plane is. That able that like Rayford's able to like turn around through the cockpit door and I, see. I like, think maybe he was letting the the the, uh, the second pilot like take over and like came out to yeah. like I don't fucking. I, well, regardless, nope. he, he can see him for some reason because he's able to give us a description of what's going on. The potentate looked amused as he was being introduced and winked at a couple of his ambassadors. He pretended to lick his fingers and smooth his eyebrows as if primping for his audience. The others stifled chuckles. Rayford wished he had a weapon. <laughs> that made me laugh so That was so funny. Rayford was like, I wish I could shoot him in the head. It was like, <laughs> not only is like the Antichrist bad, but he's like chill. He's goofy though. He's being silly. He's being like fixing his eyebrows and yeah. he looks cool and like waggling them and his friends like disguise. <laughs> <laughs> let, let me do a, a big a big lie about being the devil. <laughs> but yeah. that was great. I'm glad they did that. So Carpathia gets gets started on his his message to the world, and of course, like the second that it starts, he's he's on his a uh, 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 global community leader, yeah. peace, peaceful guy shit. Um, he he says, "I am a man of peace." Who has been forced to retaliate with arms against international terrorists who would jeopardize the cause of harmony and fraternity? Yeah. No, isn't that convenient? Isn't that convenient? Isn't I, that convenient to blame? Like, oh, I'm doing this because the terrorists did something. Oh, yeah. We have to strike back. It's just how it is. It's just right? how it is, huh? Yeah. I do like that. He's like, man, I am so sorry, everyone. I'm a little, I'm a little silly ding dong. I want to destroy all of the weapons, but I was urged that hey we need some of them to re- to like enforce peace and guys i was wrong yeah <laughs> i guess there are some meanies out there that just are don't want to play nice i guess good thing that uh we have all these weapons now at our disposal <laughs> to use now where is everyone else getting their weapons that they're doing these bombings with hmm. yeah i mean i like that he implied that like yeah we have all the best shit so you know all the most advanced weapons you name it we destroyed all the other bullshit i assume all the this is the stuff they hit back you know yeah yeah uh, yeah true um <laughs> during this address he also calls out president fitzhugh and great Ooh. britain and egypt for being being baddies mm-hmm. and you know do, doing terrorism <laughs> and he says i assure you 
that all civilian casualties and the destruction of great populated cities in North America and around the world was the work of the rebellion. Jesus. Who are you, Darth Vader, bitch? Right. That is, <laughs> that's absolutely a lie. And good Liar! for him, though. But that's all you have to do is you just have to say, like, we didn't do it. Yeah, just be like, no. That wasn't us. Mm-mm. Well, and uh, isn't it pretty convenient for him that he has like control of all the news media? Exactly. So he can just like say whatever. No one, no journalist can be like, "Hey, wait a second, that's not true." There's no, there was no militia forces here. It's like, nope, doesn't exist. I control the newspapers. No big deal. Another lie that Carpathia tells is that there are no more, no more plans for counterattacks by global community forces. But like we, he knows that there are going to be more bombs. So how's that gonna? I guess he'll, I guess what you were saying, he's gonna blame it on uh, yeah. the rebels. All like, oh, they were doing the bombs. Well, because yeah, because like right now, literally anything, any civilian that died was the militia. And it, he's not even saying that. Like, I think he said before, like in the initial blast, like yeah, some people were caught up in the global community's attack. But now he's just straight up saying every civilian that died yes. was literally killed. By the militia and the terrorists, yep. not not like blame the terrorists when we bombed you and someone died next to right, you. No. Right, right. Yep, they they, they literally you. did it. They literally yeah, did it. Yeah, yeah. Just- Which we know is not true for like five reasons. But it's also so wild. It's such a wild lie because it's impossible not to murder civilians in, in a situation like this. So it's just like, bro. But good for you. I guess when you have like magic lying powers and control the press, it doesn't really matter. Nope. Sure. Yeah. When you're when you're like literally Satan incarnate, I guess he's not, as we just got. He can't literally be that. Right he's now. not literally Satan yet, but he's well on his way. Yeah. He's when, in as we've also said before. He's in the. He's still in the like the first Pokemon. Yeah. Satan evolution right now. Yeah, absolutely. He's the like the embryo mm-hmm. uh, Satan right now. I guess you could argue he's in the second form, but I don't really want to get into it. No, I, he's he's not the final form. Exactly. That's what we can agree on. Exactly. Right now. So Buck is driving <laughs> Vern's car, which the book has to let you know this car fucking sucks, and it's an import. <laughs> yeah, I was like, what's ha- is this just like some classic? They don't make them like they do in America. I, I bullshit. think that literally is what it is. Yeah, just her, to like gotta get in a little dig at a foreign her car. Damn Honda Civic is not good enough for you, Buck asshole. You know, he needs a good old American Range Rover. Yeah. <laughs> Land Rover. Um, so, yeah, Bug is driving in the junkie car, and Chicago is just absolutely in flames. Shit yeah. is not good. Uh, he starts, like, at first, like, he's kind of, you know, working his way through traffic, but then he starts to get to restricted areas. Yeah. And he's like, mm, what if I just drive through this? I'm just gonna move this barricade real quick. No big whoop. No big whoop. I think that, honestly, though, as a person who's a few times um, been in restricted areas where we shouldn't be, this is how you gotta do it, though. Yeah. You just gotta walk. And, like, act like you're supposed to be there. Yeah, and then, like, when he he moves this, like, uh, barricade out of the middle of the road, and it's just, like, some random guy's like, hey, what are you doing? He's like, I'm pressed. He's like, okay. All right. <laughs> um, and, and that works for a while until Buck meets the, the worst nemesis oh, possible. God. A woman police officer. A damn female <laughs> a cop. female cop. And she's like... Both hands where I can see them, scumbag. Makes <laughs> <laughs> butt get out of the car. That rocked. Which rocked pretty good. It'd be, it'd be pretty funny if she just shot him in the head. Yeah. <laughs> R.P. Buck, you got shot in the head by being a prick. By being by a woman police officer. Just the other, a flare of ego came up when a woman cop told me to get out of the car. <laughs> the next flare was a bullet into my head. <laughs> um. 
So he's able to get out of it, though, because he's like, hey, bitch, look at my security clearance that I've got. Yeah. He does also, I thought it was funny that he's like, okay, I'm going to be real with you guys. I've got two sets of credentials, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because it's like they pull out his shit and it's like, well, which one are you? This guy, this guy. It's like, hey, first of all, I work directly for the potentate. And it's like, if you do, you have C2. Oh, wow. Like, oh, shit, you do have that. And okay. then, like, you know, it's a, uh, 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 you. Are, it's an instant death penalty for forging this shit. It's like, yep, I absolutely know that. And as you can see from how high up I am, I it makes sense that I have two different passports to get me into non-chill places. And I'm like, okay, this feels weird. Not a problem. Good luck, buddy. Good and they luck, let, buddy. And they let him go. Oh, because like at this point, too, he'd been driving. And the bus-ass foreign car just couldn't handle it. Tire blew out. And he's, yeah. he's going to have to go on foot from here Because he's on. been driving like a maniac. And he describes how, like... It's like, in this doggy dog world, it sucks. I wish I'd be a nice guy, but I gotta get to my wife. So he's, like, cutting people off, driving on the sides of roads, all sorts of crazy fucking places. Yeah, I just imagine him, like, literally, like, jumping like jumping off of a ramp. Yeah. Like, he's, like, driving on top of a car. Yeah, and, like, like, nudging an old woman off the road so he can get to Chloe a little bit faster. Yeah, you name yeah, it. yeah. He's, like, yeah, he's, like, clipping an old lady as she's trying to cross <laughs> the road. Move, bitch! Now let's cut back over to Rayford. Okay. Um, and... As soon as so they are, they are still in the air as all of this has been happening. Right, because part of this is that they need to make it secret where Carpathia is. Right. right? So they're they are leaving. They're in the air and they're like routing the message back to Dallas, so they can't find where they are. And if they do figure out it's being routed, well, they're somewhere in the air. That's not going to be helpful. Right. Exactly. So Rayford finally does land in San Francisco and he, Rayford is doing everything he can to be like as slow yeah. as possible to turn the plane over, which I did kind of, enjoy, I really enjoyed it was funny. that process of yeah. like, I'm like, okay, this is like the most like an actual like book and plot. Yeah. Like cause... I can briefly forget that this is happening. <laughs> In the tribulation and the antichrist right. is involved, and it becomes just like you were saying, like a spy, like a right. spy book, right? Because again, he does not want to risk it. Amanda has to be in the air before they are, yeah. because it's very likely that they're going to blow up San Francisco very soon after they take yeah. off, as like a, a point to show, like, oh, they were trying to get us. We were just so close to getting blown up. So, and the other thing that I like to like to your point is. Rayford's like not good at this, and he's like, I have no excuse, so I'm just not gonna say. Anything. I just honestly, like, man, that 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 was real. Like, I'm like, I, I get that, I get that response. Yeah, if like I try to talk to them and explain to them, they're gonna be like, well, you're obviously wrong, so I just simply won't. Yeah, debate king. And he, but he, and he also like keeps. I mean, I think he's using smart excuses when he can. Like, hey man, this is a new plane. Right. And like, actually, it's a cargo plane. Like, which, which kind of makes sense. He needs to do to hide that the antichrist is there. Exactly. So like, everything he's doing can be explained somewhat, yeah. which is smart. Yeah, and I do like all the like basic workers being like, "What the fuck, man? I'm gonna kill your ass." Yeah. Get out of here. He's like, like, I'm the pilot of this. This Antichrist one. <laughs> so he like pushes Amanda out at some point and then like just leaves the stairs down for a long time. Like, what are you doing? And yeah. then like he puts the stairs up but doesn't like close the door right. Yeah, yeah, and it's yeah. Like, and he's like, yeah, there's no reason this would happen. So I'll just do it and ignore it, whatever. Yeah, but he finds out that she does get on the plane and he delays enough that he finds out the plane is in the air. So Oof. he's like, okay, Oof. we can we can make this happen now. Um, <laughs> so oh, this is great. This is actually very funny. 
<laughs> so one of the flight attendants comes up and is like, um, sir, uh, Mr. Carpathia won't sit down. Yeah, because they're doing their like pre-flight checklist. Like, all right, we're about to gas it, make sure everyone's good. And then, you know, she's like, well, everyone's good except for uh, Carpathia. And it's like, well, we need to get out of here. There's a lot of bad stuff. And he's not exempt from anything, right? So. Right. And so finally, he, Rayford, like, basically is like, listen, you did what you need to do. Go sit down. Yeah. It's going to be okay. And this is where Rayford get, gets an evil Grinch <laughs> grin on his face because he's about to get his ass. Um, <laughs> can you please read this? To- Rayford could have begun gradually and slowly picked up enough speed to go airborne. Everybody enjoyed a powerful takeoff once in a while, right? So basically, Rayford is, 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 the plane is taking off. He's got his button pressed down so he can hear mm-hmm. back there. And it's all like, everyone being like, oh my gosh, potentate, are you okay? Cause his ass <laughs> fell down cause he took off so hard. Yeah. And then I do like that the Antichrist is like, yeah, that was my bad. That's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I listen to everyone. Keep your seatbelts. Keep on. your seatbelts. Oh my god! And actually, that's like a double because literally, I, we were talking about this. There was literally just a, an Alaska Airlines plane that fucking part of the plane blasted off. So, guys, just some a reminder: keep your damn freaking seatbelt on the plane. I'm never flying again. What if the plane <laughs> explodes while you're in it? What if Rayford Steele is flying your plane? Exactly. And he takes off extra hard and makes you fall down like a dummy. Yeah. Stay in your seat the whole time, get a diaper, Put a, bring your own extra seatbelt, you name it. Because what if the wall just explodes out? You never know. <laughs> um, back over to Buck. He's checking back in with Verda and Loretta on the phone. And Buck kind of realizes, like, oh, no, I have Verna in the house with Loretta. She's going to nope. find out I'm a Christian. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> and so he, like, immediately is like, well... If I can't convert her, I'm screwed. Yeah, literally, like, <laughs> I'm going to die if if Verna does not become a Christian. Yeah. And they talk at some point, and Verna's like, wow, she's got a lot of weird beliefs. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, yeah. <laughs> she's nice though, right? <laughs> yeah, she's cool. Um, but continues to try to call Chloe, and he he can't get through still. He's, like, literally dialing, like, as soon as he gets the, like, the number you're trying mm-hmm. to reach, and blah, 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 he hangs up, tries again. Yeah. And he's getting very frustrated. This is on the real, this is, like, on Verna's cell phone, by the way. Yeah. And Buck has his second or third tantrum of this ch- chunk of <laughs> chapters. He shook, okay, so so he, he, he fails, and then he goes to, like, throw the phone, but he doesn't throw it. He, like, keeps it in his hand. And he also, like, accidentally redialed Loretta. Oh, that was a whole And that weird, made like, him why? so mad because it was, the phone line was no longer busy or it didn't immediately go to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. He's like, I had hope for a second. I'm a dummy, dumb, dumb. So stupid. Then it says, he shook his head at the word that had burst from his lips when that cursed recording had come on. So the old nature is still just under the surface. All right, what cussed did Buck do? Yeah. What did he say? You know he yelled fuck. He yelled fuck. Fuck! Yeah, or got, I, well, he wouldn't yell god damn it, I don't think. Or, yeah. I think he'd, feel extra, he'd feel extra bad if he said god damn it. Yeah, he was like, like crap! To, to me, in this situation, you gotta say fuck. It's, mm-hmm. the, it's the number, it's, it's the best word. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, nothing feels as good as yelling fuck when something goes wrong. Yeah, and I guess, you know, there's such a... a, a beautiful story being written here about a beautiful Christian character that like things are so getting so tense and dark that he will say fuck. 
I like to wow. think, though, that instead he did yell ass. Ass. Piss. Oh, piss. Ah, shit. Crap. <laughs> he yells crap and then he feels bad. <laughs> what is he, my youth pastor from back in the day? Shout out. We weren't allowed to say gosh at my youth group. Yeah. Have we talked about this before? Uh, on the pod, I'm not sure. I think it's pretty funny because they were like, well, gosh, is just a representative for God. And even when I was younger, I was like, but it's not God, though. That's the point of it, is that it's not I, the same word. I, you know, here I am being... Uh, Are you about to take my youth pastor's side? Yeah, because, like, you're not going to trick God. But you're not saying God. You're saying something different. Yeah, but you're just replacing it. Yeah, so not say God, because <laughs> that's the bad one to say. I don't think God's literal. He, well, he knows your heart. and the, I mean, gosh! <laughs> okay, so there's two things that are true. Like, you can't say, oh my gosh... Well, if you used to say, oh, my God, and then you switch to saying, oh, my gosh, that's bad. But if you grow up in a society that just says, explain, exclaims, oh, my gosh, what? without it. Like, you can't say, gosh, golly, gee. Can you say, oh, my goodness? Because that's the same thing. Uh, you can't say, bless me. Because uh, everything's just really replacing, God fucking damn it. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's like, <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Because where do you draw the line? I think saying you can't say, oh, my goodness, like, okay. Yeah, we're going I, too far here. Yeah, no, I think I think you're right. I mean, I think it's doesn't make any sense. One of the one, I would honestly, I do want to. I feel like that is probably like one of the little things that started just a little bit of doubt in my brain. Now, like, well, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, it's like God, dumbass. I didn't say, oh my God, I said, oh my gosh. It's completely different. It is different. <laughs> it's a different word. <laughs> yeah, but like, God is not the word that He made up. I, well, then... The Ten Commandments weren't like, okay, thou shalt not say God in every language, right? Well, it also says not to take God's name in vain, and what does that even mean? No one knows. (laughs) (laughs) No one knows. Like, just don't say, oh my God, okay? Just just, don't do it. I'm just saying, like, it is, it's really funny to think of, of Buck just being like, oh, beans! Ah! Oh, sorry, I should... (laughs) Oh, gosh! Sassafras! (laughs) And getting mad at himself. Um, But he probably said fuck. He probably said fuck. I think we'd all say fuck in this situation. Mm-hmm. But finally, Buck gets a message from Chloe through Verna. He doesn't get to talk to her directly, but Verna is able to tell him she is alive. And it is funny how much it, it's like a phone tag of like, well, why did you not call me? You don't have the phone. You have Verna's phone. She doesn't know your number. She doesn't. This, wh- this yeah. series would be so different if it came out in like now yeah. or even in like 2009, you know, like. There's so much phone tag. Yeah. There's so much phone tag and like not knowing where people are that would simply not happen now. And I think it's very interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I also got to uh, say, is Buck cursed? It seems like everywhere he lives for a little bit blows up. Yeah, Buck, like maybe you should use that strategically. Go live yeah. in, go, <laughs> maybe you need to go live in a, a new Babylon. Exactly. Get it exploded over there. Yeah. Well, so two very fun chapters, yes. very intense, very. Well, stressful. We're so back. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, this is what I am here to read. (laughs) Uh, Personally, loved all the different explosions Mm -hmm. happening. I love that Carpathia is starting to be like, you know, like cackling with devil horns evil. Uh, Like, how are we, how are we going to be able to listen to what Nikolai says in his office? Once I get to New Babylon, like, is someone who... Earl's like, I, 
I did a thing here too. <laughs> I did. I, you're not gonna believe this, but <laughs> I made another button for you, buddy. <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> Why did I do it? I don't even I know. I don't even know, man. I just do shit sometimes. I've never even been there before. Maybe God will give Rayford the power of of like a superhero power yeah. to be able to hear him Earl, talk a shit in there. Earl sends Nikolai like a baby cam teddy bear. He doesn't yes, know yes, 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 yes. And yeah, it's like Nikolai or Potentate. I got you this teddy bear. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, I love teddy bears. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunato's like, we gotta scan that, sir. Like, no, it's nice. Like, <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I feel like, well, you know what? I was about to say, obviously, Carpathia wouldn't know there was a little microphone in there, but I guess he doesn't know that he's being eavesdropped on the plane. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't know everything yet. Mm-hmm. Again, we are st- still getting more information about exactly how Nikolai's Antichrist magic works. Well, I think the, the Satan uh, likes a more interesting book. So yeah. he thinks this is more interesting, right? Yeah. This whole vibe. And he wants to see the tribulation Satan, wants to see the tribulation force scurry around and go through yeah. trials and tribulations. That's so true. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, uh, I hope everyone has a great 2024. How about you, Jennifer? Do you hope they have a great? I do. I hope you have a great 2024. I can't believe it's 2024. That, I don't know why, but 2024 feels so much like later than 2023. Yeah. For some reason to my brain, I'm like, wow, yeah. we're almost like a quarter century into this damn century. Yeah. Like, uh, odd number years sound sci-fi, sure, but like, uh, even number years just feel like so far in the future. Yeah. Yeah. In exactly. a non-sci-fi way. Yeah. Uh, you can follow us online uh, on Twitter at TribFarsePod or Instagram at TribFarsePod. We don't ever go there, but hey, it's there. Uh, or send us an email at tribulationfarce at gmail.com. Yet again, thank you so much to everyone for your fun emails. Always fun to read along with your replies on Twitter, uh, giving us hot inside scoops. Mm-hmm. We'd love to hear it. Yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jennifer G. You can follow me on Twitter at Tim Lanning. And like a thief in the night, we are gone. So we start chapter three with Rayford getting the tour. Excuse me. Oh, <laughs> I, you weren't getting on it fast enough that I forgot. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 